I would say about 75% of my clients are black. And of those, I want to say 70, 73% of those black clients, their mom or family did not breastfeed. They are a first generation breastfeeding mom. So that in itself to me is like, wow. Hey mama, welcome to Tired Moms Club with Be My Breast Friend. My name is Kristen. I am the creator of Be My Breast Friend on Instagram and BeMyBreastFriend.com. I am a mom of four, third time exclusive pumper and CLC. Join me for the duration of your pump session, whether you're sitting in a dark room during your middle of the night pump, at work, traveling, or keeping baby occupied while you prep the next bottle. We are going to talk about all things lactation and more. Hang out with me while I share more insight behind some of my favorite pump reviews and breastfeeding products. There will also be guests. I have made friends with some of the coolest people around. We will touch on lactation education to maternal nutrition, starting your little one on solids, and sometimes just some freestyle chit-chat with my breasties. So sit back, relax, use some of that fancy hammer to trigger a letdown, and turn me up. Let's get started. Welcome back to another episode of Tired Moms Club. Today happens to be the last day of Black Breastfeeding Week. So we are recording this episode a week in advance, so you have the pleasure of listening to it today. And today's guest is Sierra Woods from Love Mella Mama. Did I say that right? Yep. I, I'm so bad with tongue twisters for me. I just, my memory of a goldfish just leaves me from time to time. So I hope I said that right. Yep, you did. Good, good. And um, today we are going to talk all about Black Breastfeeding Week and what it means to Sierra. And Sierra, why don't you go ahead and introduce yourself so we, we have you here. All right. Okay. So my name is Sierra Woods. Um, and yes, my handle is Love Mellow Mama. So I am a registered nurse and an IBCLC and a postpartum doula. I really mark, work more in the lactation world just because I just haven't had really much time doing the postpartum doula work as much. So I usually just find friends I know that are um, postpartum doulas as well. So I try to connect people. So I own a private practice in Indianapolis called Mellow Mama Maternal Wellness, where I provide lactation and postpartum support to new parents. That's awesome. I didn't know you were a doula. That's news to me. Yeah, that's awesome. I'm really excited and honored that you're here with me today. I'm really looking forward to just learning more and being able to provide this platform as your stage and just speak more about this week and your services and everything you've got going on. That's awesome. I had no idea. I don't know how I didn't know that actually. So yeah, thank you so much for being here. Well, getting started, we were talking, we, were, we kind of talked about this. No one knows this because it's a behind the scenes, but we talked about a couple of different questions and topics that we want to address. So getting started, um, how is breast, why is breastfeeding important to you? So it's important to me because my mom actually breastfed us and she was the one who actually like engraved the importance of breastfeeding. She breastfed, so I have three siblings. She breastfed all three of us and my youngest sibling, I think until she was like three or four. And it's funny because my grandma did not breastfeed at all. And she didn't really understand the importance of it. So my mom is really the reason like that pushed me to say, I'm going to breastfeed my kids. And, awesome. it's, and then also um, the founder of the Indiana uh, State Bre Black Breastfeeding Coalition, I met her when I was in high school in early college. And she kind of used to take me to like different meetings and like just coalition meetings, um, even for the state breastfeeding coalition. And 
that was kind of where I was like, oh, maybe I could see myself like doing this as a like job. And I kind of fell off of it for a little bit, you know, got to college and I ended up going for like public health, but decided like later, like, oh, you know what? I actually wouldn't mind being an IBCLC. Um, So I went back to school for nursing. And around that time was when I got pregnant, had my first baby and I struggled with breastfeeding um, with my son in the beginning until I found a lactation consultant. And really, I guess that's kind of where I started really looking into, let me figure out how to be a lactation consultant because clearly this is needed. Yeah. You had a lot of exposure, like right out of the gate from like mm-hmm. real early on. And yeah. that's, that's like, I mean, in my, in my experience for me, like that would never have even like crossed paths with me. Like I would never even have like known to like adventure into that realm. So that's really awesome. Cause I mean, even like, having multiples I was like breastfeeding is easy everyone does it but like you had like such an early introduction and it wasn't easy let me just like follow that up with it's not easy (laughs) well it can be for some I suppose right but um and then at your experience you had said with being a breastfeeding mother like knowing that you had a rough time that's what really encouraged you to like want to take it further and then that's what makes you passionate about becoming an IBCLC For sure. Yeah. So with my son, um, (laughs) I remember, so he was a big baby. He was nine pounds, two ounces. And when I had him, they were like, you know, you know, you go back to the, that first doctor's appointment. They're like, Oh, he lost weight. Oh my gosh. We have to supplement. So it was just like this whole frantic. And when you're a first time mom, you're like, what? I've been breastfeeding like all day, every day. Like, how is he losing weight? Like, I don't understand. And I remember at the time the pediatrician was like, well, he's a big baby, so he needs more milk. And I'm oh. like, what? So I'm freaking out. So I'm thinking, oh, my God, let me go get formula. Let me go get all these things to get him to eat. Well, I ended up meeting with um, a lactation consultant a little bit after, like, probably right after that, right after that appointment. And she was like, Sierra, no, like, you do not have to do all these things. Like, she, so she worked with me on, like, latching him. She worked, she talked me through like, um, what, how many times am I feeding him? Are you waking him to feed? Like all these different things that the pediatrician never talked to me about. So I didn't know. Um, even though I was like exposed early, I didn't know, you know, you don't, I feel like sometimes you don't know until you're in the moment and you're like, oh my God, what is going on? That's kind of how, you know, I got to where I'm at. Um, but then with, I remember I took, so first I took the certified lactation counseling Mm-hmm. Um, so I did that course and I loved it. And I was working in the hospital as a postpartum nurse. And I started like collecting my hours while I was there, like when I was helping moms with breastfeeding. And then um, once I had enough hours, you have to take like a communications course as well. Like just all these different things you have sure. to take. And then that was when I decided to sit for my IBCLC. That's awesome. Good for you. And I think knowing to advocate for yourself is such a like strong key point there but it's it's hard to know like when it's time to speak up for yourself because you're putting your trust in your pediatrician right like and you hope that you have like good help and good advice and just knowing that something just seems strange and like to go further out of your realm truly your realm of confidence and you know uh what's the word i'm looking for just like your comfort your comfort zone and like knowing to speak up for yourself is huge for sure and then also i would say too Having like my my husband was really supportive with like because I told him in the beginning, like, I really want to breastfeed. Like, 
whatever I got to do, I need to breastfeed. So even those moments where I like wanted to give up, he would be like, he will always, he was always supportive on, okay, Sierra, how can I help you? Like, what can I do Mm -hmm. to like, you know, make this a little bit better for you? So like, if I'm like waking up in the middle of the night, honestly, I would be like, wake up. Hey, the baby's up. Come on. You got something to do. Like you got to do something too. So it's, I was really thankful for that part. Yeah, absolutely. I don't think, unfortunately, I don't think everyone can share that same experience. Yeah. So that's fabulous. And how, and your mom, I'm sure was so proud of you as well. Oh, yes, yes. But it's because um, even then my mom would be like, I don't, like sometimes she'd be like, well, I didn't have this issue when I breastfed. So I don't know what to tell you to do, you know? So that's really when I decided to like look for a lactation consultant. Because, sure. yeah, my mom couldn't help me in all aspects, but she breastfed, but she didn't have the same issues I had. Which, yeah, is just another, like, great point to be made. Not, you know, I, I see it often, like, I'll have a pregnant friend or someone and, they'll, and their mom will be like, well, I breastfed. So, like, yeah, we, you know, well, we got it. I got it with her. And I'm like, fingers crossed. <laughs> like, I hope we all can share the same experience. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now, if I may ask, um, why? So we are at the tail end. Well, when this airs, we will be at the tail end of Black Breastfeeding Week. Mm-hmm. And I've got such, I'm so used to saying uh, real breast. I'm like, you've got all these oh, breastfeeding month. Like I have, I have to like dial in my weeks in my head. And I'm, and as we just discussed, I'm like a little scatterbrained because my kids went back to school today. <laughs> so I'm trying to stay on task here um, and just keep my head focused. May I ask why you feel it's important that we have a black black breastfeeding week? Why this week is such plays such a large role in the community of yours? Yeah, so I will say even from the the point of as a lactation consultant, um, I would say about seventy five percent of my clients are black, and of those, I want to say seventy seventy three percent of those black clients, their mom or family did not breastfeed. They are a first generation breastfeeding mom. So that in itself to me is like, wow. Because think when, normally when people have babies, the first person they go to is like their mom, their grandma, like a family member. They go to like their village first. And if their village hasn't done it before, they can't really help you. So even when they think they're helping you by saying, oh girl, just give that baby a bottle. It's not really helping you because maybe that wasn't your goal. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's so true. So I always, mm-hmm. I, I feel that the reason why it's so important is because of a lot, a lot of this generation are first generation breastfeeding moms. So mm-hmm. there's still so much like education support that needs to be built upon the week or in general. Sure. Of course. Yeah. I think that's amazing. And I, I, I did some of my extended education in one of the conferences um, was a, a, a black lady. She was a, a IBCLC. And I remember listening to her talk. And I, the one biggest takeaway that I recall her saying during her, her time to speak was that confidence and encouragement starts from within your community. And she had said that a lot of the times, like you had said, grandmothers and mothers didn't breastfeed. And now it's like, like you've said, it's first generation. And I thought that was just kind of moving truly like it, it's still like I listened to this quite a while ago and it still sticks with me and every time this week comes every year that now like that I've like been involved in the lactation community that's what really like drives comes back to me is that it starts within your community it starts with the, in your presence and that's what encourages you and influences you to move forward and really encourages you to like drive home those goals 
Right. You know, so I, I think that, that, I don't know, we're like, that's awesome. I think that's so, so important. Yeah, it yeah. is. It is. And I mean, not let alone, I mean, I, I feel like a lot of people already know the statistics. Like we have the lowest breastfeeding rate. So there's that too. But I, I usually don't like to start with that. I always like to say, no. like, you know, it's it's usually that, you know, the the family did not. So they're like, oh my God, I don't know how to do this. I really called you over here because no one else has done it. And I want to make sure I'm doing it right. Or my, you know, my mom says she breastfed, but she said it hurts so bad. It breastfeeding hurts and it's supposed to hurt. And I'm like, no, ma'am, it's not supposed to hurt. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think I, I, I understand what you're saying too. And I, I, I always like to try to make light of a situation when like, it's a possibility, like it's, it's there and there's, I, I really feel that in maybe I, I hope I'm not wrong in saying this, but I feel like there's a lot of light to be lifted here and like pushed forward that, you know, there's the sources are there. You're there. Like, do you do virtual by any chance? I, I wasn't do. Aware of that. I do. Yeah. Cool. Great. And everything is, we're going to put all everything in the show notes. So if you are interested in virtual with Sierra, you'll be one click away. We'll have yeah. everything listed for you. Today's episode is sponsored by Needed, the leading women's health supplement brand recommended by nutritionally trained practitioners. While most perinatal supplements include the bare minimum amount of nutrients women and babies need, Needed products are based on the latest clinical research and in-practice experience of over 3,000 practitioners. Needed has all of your needs covered from lactation support to your prenatal vitamin to pregnancy-specific pre- and probiotics to egg quality support, sleep, stress, and hydration support, as well as your protein needs for your blood sugar balance and postpartum healing. They make choosing supplements easy by bundling products needed to optimally support each stage of the motherhood journey at a discount. And with their subscription plans, it's automatically shipped to your door. One last thing you have to remember. I personally have been loving Needed's lactation support plan, which pairs three essential products to optimally support breast milk supply and is a great addition to mom's overall postpartum care. The plan includes hydration support, which offers electrolytes in optimal ratios to help support what is lost through lactation. The powder comes in three delicious flavors, lemon, lime, and grapefruit, lightly sweetened with only real fruit. It also includes collagen protein since an optimal amount of protein is needed to support breast milk supply, caloric needs, and blood sugar balance. Their collagen protein can be easily added to smoothies, tea, coffee, and other food or drinks without changing the taste or texture of food. And because stress can impact supply, the plan includes needed stress support, which offers clinical strength, herbal stress, and lactation support since it includes two galactagives, shatavari, and milky oat straw. Save 20% on your first order of Needed's Lactation Support Plan or any of their other perinatal nutritional products at thisisneeded.com with code TIREDMOMSCLUB. And um, I was looking this last, like leading up to what now will be our airing date, just about the uh, the theme of this week's Black Breastfeeding Week. And the theme, I want to, if I didn't... It's we outside. Oh, yeah, that's that's right. Thank you. I knew it was outside. <laughs> Can you tell me what that means to you? So it means I feel like it means um, you know, letting more people know, building a village, sharing sharing your experience of breastfeeding, educating more people about breastfeeding in your community. That's why I feel it means. Yeah, uh, yeah. I say that. I would agree with that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's great. Yep. I'm actually having an event on uh, this Saturday 
for yeah. So this yep. Saturday, oh, which is which, which Saturday? Oh, sorry, the twenty. No, no, you're good. So I guess it'll be after this, huh? So, um, this Saturday coming up. Oh, so what day? What day of the week is it? It's Thursday. Uh, so in a couple days. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, we'll. I'll. Why don't we'll? I'll make sure I share that for after this too. So, even though you're listening to it now, you may have missed it, but I'll make sure that it gets out there before this airs. Yeah. So I'll do what I can to help for sure. Um. And where's that being held anyway? Where are you doing that? So in Indianapolis at Broad Ripple Park. Cool. Cool. Yeah. It's from eleven to two. Nice. Yeah. We'll push that forward after this for sure. Um. And then, as so. If there's, for the black women that are listening right now that may be pregnant or having a subsequent baby, I don't, you know, everyone's at a different point in their journey, but also wondering, like, can I do it? Am I going to be able to do it? What would your recommendations and encouragement be for anyone listening? So I usually start off by saying that I actually created a um, a street sheet on my website um, and it basically has like so basically it's a form that you put like your OB on there, all those different things. So I always tell people when you look for an OB, you look for your pediatrician, you should be looking for your lactation specialist as well. And I feel like it's all in the same realm. Like I people always forget like how important it is to have these numbers available when you're in an emergent like mindset where you're like, I just can't do this. Like you really should already have it program so that you don't have to freak out and and get on google like oh my god what do i what am i gonna do now um so basically i created it's an emergency form i called it i think i called it emergency form where it's just like all the different contact information for you know ob like i said ob pediatrician therapist um what else i put i put even like crisis um number on there like 988 your pharmacist you know all these different things yeah, that yeah, I I would never have thought of that one, and that would have yeah, definitely helped me yeah. in a couple so of situations. Like something you print out and you and you complete it while you're pregnant, so that when it's time when you have your baby, you already have it. And you should just put on your refrigerator available, so you know like all the different contacts. You don't have to search around on who I'm going to call for some. This is going on, you know. Yeah, for sure. And how about like getting started and just building that confidence, like breastfeeding? A class. Yeah. Class. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. I, and I noticed too a lot of the um, moms I've seen lately, they didn't take a breastfeeding class. And I'm mm-hmm. like, oh, well, we need to start. That would have been a great base. Yeah. I think, um, you know, everyone gets their hospital tour, but no one takes their mm-hmm. lactation class. I'm guilty of it. So I can't, I can't throw dirt. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. yeah. I agree with that for sure. <laughs> got to start somewhere. Got to start, got to set that foundation. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. There's actually a lot of good like classes on uh, YouTube. Like if you just look up breastfeeding class on YouTube, I've seen. Oh, really? Some. Yeah. Because they had, they had posted a lot of them. Like hospitals had posted a lot of them during COVID and they oh. would send the moms to those online. Oh, that, yeah. So if nothing else, you always got YouTube. That's a good point. I never thought of that. I guess a lot of things are there for that reason too now. So I guess put that on your emergency contact too. Put some URL clicks in there. (laughs) (laughs) And then um, finishing up the black breastfeeding week conversation, I suppose. I I don't know if this will end here, but um, just this was the last question that we had spoken about. What do you hope that people take from black breastfeeding week? Like what, um, just as like a whole community, like of, 
not necessarily just, you know, the, the black female community, but just like as a lactation community in general, um, just that, like, what would you say you want people to learn from? Cause speaking from just like, I've been, how long have I been doing being my best friend? A few, four or five years, I think it is now. And I, it never fails. Like, it, and it's frustrating. You know, you have every week of the month is a topic, right? It is a community. And then when the Black Breastfeeding Week comes up, and I, I certainly don't mean to become inappropriate by any means, but you always see like, why are we like, why is this so important? Well, there's absolutely a reason why it's important. And that's what I think that this podcast also ultimately like wants to encompass is the the reason why this week truly has such um, an important presence in the month of August. Right. You know, if you think about the history of, of like black breastfeeding, I usually go with the history because the history shows that um, black women would breastfeed their slave masters kids before they were allowed to breastfeed their own. So, Mm -hmm. I mean, that is, I feel like is where obviously all started where we don't like, it's kind of just pushed into generations. Like where we just have not breastfed our kids because of like how it all started. Yeah. And then I, would it be like how you had mentioned too, with like mothers and grandparents and it just, it didn't fall. It didn't trickle down to trauma of it where the grandparents didn't because they, their parent didn't and their parent, you know, the parent parent didn't because of like, they were breastfeeding the slave masters kids. Sure. Yeah. So then um, I guess like you've said that, a lot of the times now, most of your clients are first generation. So it's important to get that back out there that black women do breastfeed. Yep. You're proud that they breastfeed and you're outside. Yeah, I know. We outside. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. I just, I didn't want to like, I don't want to get too deep here and make any, I don't want to like make, like make anything uncomfortable, you know? I just want to, I didn't, you know, I, I just want to make, I want, I also want that. That's why we're here. That's why we're chatting. Right. That's why you got like, there's black breastfeeding week. There's just, there's a lot of different variables that play into the week. Yeah. And I just, if we're comfortable talking about it, I think it's important. And to address. I, I really feel like it's important that sometimes the numbers may not be completely accurate only because I think that we, maybe we all kind of start breastfeeding. It's just that a lot of black women don't continue to breastfeed because when they get home, maybe they don't have that support or, Oh, we normally black women have to go back to work a little earlier because like, we can't like be off as long. Like some of us, you know, can't stay off as long or, um, so maybe it's that we don't get to breastfeed as long as some. Yeah. Well, thank God for the internet too. Cause I, I really feel that like having all these avenues of help with you, like virtual like consults. And I mean, sure. if you couldn't leave your house and you had no one to come, I mean, I, I would imagine it'd be difficult to continue, especially if you're already at a disadvantage. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Well, I, I really, really appreciate you being here. I don't, I, oh. so where can people find you? What's your URL? What's your Instagram? What like lay it all on us. Okay, so Instagram is Love Mellow Mama. My website is www. It's kind of long. It's www.melamamamaternalwellness.org. Awesome. Cool. Yes. And I mean, I have a TikTok, but it's not really. It's it's just Love Mellow Mama. 
it's not really doing as much right now, but that's okay. What else do I have? LinkedIn. <laughs> Look, I have LinkedIn for Melamont <laughs> <Internal> Wellness. <laughs> and then you do your virtual consults. You yeah, got a you got a practice. I have a practice in Indianapolis uh, where I do in home visits and um, office visits. That's great. Yeah. Do you do um, many in person events like you're doing this Saturday, which obviously is already going to have come and gone by the time this airs? Yeah, I haven't done as many. My goal is to start having more. Cool. I just haven't had that much time. I'm actually, I just started school on Monday too, so. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah good I, for you. That's I, amazing. What will your master's, what is that going to? Oh, I'm doing psychiatric mental health nurse practitioner. Wow. Yes. So I'm trying to focus on perinatal mood disorders and postpartum depression, just because I find that whenever I go to mom's homes and they're dealing with like mental health issues, sometimes I can't help. So I'm like, I really want to help more. So that's amazing. That's a lot to take on. You're going to wear a lot of hats. You already are. I know. I know. (laughs) That's great. Well, congratulations and good luck. Thank you. Thank you. I'm excited. You should be. You should be real proud, too. Thank you. Well, thank you so much for being here, Sierra. I really, really appreciate you taking the time to chat with me. Absolutely. Let's do it again, too. Yeah. All right. I'm going to... I'm going to sign out out of here. I hope everyone enjoyed our chit chat and was able to take something real, real important from our conversation and see us next time.